This is Deep Blue, where we get the true life stories of BYU athletes, coaches, and fans. Here's your host, Jerem Jordan. For the first time in the history of the Deep Blue Podcast, I welcome back to the program repeat guests who I didn't have enough time with, so I brought them back. We're going to have more conversation. It's part two with Mark and Leanne Pope. Guys, what's up? Not much. We were just long-winded. Part do. <laughs> yeah. They wouldn't shut up. <laughs> it was awesome last time. Honestly, I think uh, I've said that with Greg. I've said that with uh, maybe even Blaine Fowler. Like, i got to do a part two. There's just so many stories. So oh, let's fun. go. Okay, so let's pick up where we left off last okay. time. You guys have met. You're going to Indianapolis. You're, you're courting. You end up getting married. Then what? Because you're still in the NBA, right? It and was a miracle that this woman agreed to marry me. <laughs> I kid you not, we've been married for a little over 20 years, and I still am like, I, it just does. There's some things in life that don't make sense. You are a great recruiter. Don't make sense. <laughs> a fantastic yes, recruiter. Yes, you are. <laughs> Dipped into the transfer portal. In this case, it was out of high school, but yeah. <laughs> all four years. Yeah. All four years. Yeah, all, 22. Of, all of your life. Yeah, uh, yeah so we, we got married, and then I moved to Indianapolis. And I think we hit on that before that I kind of took over Dave's philanthropic portion of his world and David Letterman. Yep, David Letterman. And his mother was, you know, a local celebrity at the time and I kind of oversaw the needs of of her in the community. And Mark was playing for the Pacers and our life got really interesting really fast within that first six months. We were hired, fired, we were with the NBA we were with the Pacers. And Mark always says this is the worst deal. This is the worst deal ever because Leanne She's like, ah, oh, I met this guy in Indianapolis. He's an NBA basketball player. And then we got married, and a month later, he was unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> like, the story He's changes so, so fast. It was just like, He's fantastic. Shh. Wait, were you already with the Pacers? Then yes. you go to Indianapolis? Yes. Yeah, so, so that yeah. just worked out that this you my, were with the Pacers? This is the beginning of my third year with the Pacers. Yeah. So, so we dated We dated lockout year. 98 was the lockout year. What a that convenient was, time. Yes. Mark, Mark learned how to play the guitar. Yep. He had time to you actually play the guitar. Yes, yes, and that's how I won her over. Nice. He did. He wrote me a song. Was it your for Christmas hair? No, no, that, no my he, hair was actually stellar <laughs> at the time. My hair was fantastic. It was longer than it is now. You had a flat top. I did. You had the Chris Mullen flat top. Oh yeah, yeah. that was. You actually, guys had the same barber. Super sexy too. <laughs> at the time, so yeah. hot. Yeah. Hansel, so hot right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So wait, so if you're with a different NBA team, because this lines up where you can go to Indianapolas. Right. No, that was, the whole, that was the whole deal. That was the only reason we met do you remember, the first time. I don't remember. I, I, yes. Did we hit on this? Yes. 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 You're going. That our first date was yes. me going to start this this project for yes. for Dave. But I wonder, like, what if you're playing for the Magic? Like, yeah. How does yeah. that change Doesn't things? Work. Well, the, the, the beauty of what I was doing, I could do from anywhere, which was part of the package. Awesome. I obviously couldn't oversee Dorothy's local celebrity whatever but yeah but you but, weren't working in orlando the first time we met was you were no you're working that is that, that is true that is that is true that I'm was just saying my it. shot you got one shot <laughs> one, one opportunity. shot baby but but th- his was set up when i left new york that no matter where we were yes. i could continue this work yes. so, so it would have happened mark yes. gets fired by larry bird which yep. is a moment oh it's brutal. what was that like have you ever been fired I've not been fired. I have. I probably will one day. Many, many times. And Most this people one, say released, let go. Mark's like fired. No, he got fired. You fired. say fired, yeah. yeah. He fired me. He's like, we're done enough. with you. It was actually super awful. So it's we're, we're the last couple of days of training camp, and mm-hmm. this is when you kind of whittle down the team to the very end, and, and uh, we finished our morning workout, and 
We had just moved in Conseco Fieldhouse, which was right literally across the street. We had our dream scenario, okay, in Indianapolis. Because we lived in the harness <laughs> I know factory you're about lofts, to say. literally out our window. One way, we were staring right across the street at Conseco Fieldhouse, the brand new arena and practice facility. I didn't even need a car. Just live right around. And then right to the other side of us was Nordstrom's. <laughs> it was like the union of the he things He did his work. I did he mine. He and G value most in, the, in this world. <laughs> What a situation. Oh. And then you're released by yeah. Larry. Then, then Coach Bird. Bird calls me into the office after, in, in just this little office, just to join in the locker room, you know, and he goes in and he says, hey, you're fired. And He does I, not say and, you're and, fired. And I, and I literally on the spot start crying, like literally tears streaming on my face, and I'm like, I can't cry in front of Larry Bird. And so I, I shook his hand, and I loved him. He was so great to me for two and a half years, and, and I love him so much. He's a lifetime hero. And so I kind of like shake his hand really quick and then just race out the door. The problem is I race out the door and there's Reggie Miller and Mark Jackson standing in the locker room. I got tears streaming out of my face. I'm like, could this get any more humiliating? <laughs> Remember That's what he said moment. to you? He said this will be the best thing for your career. Yeah, and, and I was it like, was. whatever. Larry said that to you? Yeah, he said, yeah. he's actually, you need this. He's like, you need this. And, and <laughs> That's um, quite the statement from someone... Yeah. Oh, it's it's classic, right? This is the best thing for you. This is more. I and, and the truth is, it was it was hard for him, Larry Bird too. He had what? a very sweet relationship. Why was it hard for him? Well, I'm just saying, like it's hard. You got to, along well. Yes. Yeah, he had been well. really, really good to mm. me. He'd been really good to me, and then, uh, but he said that, and then sure enough, you know, we we went and, and uh, we're over. Uh, we played in the the G League or the, the what was it, the CBA at the time for a yeah. couple oh, months, that and then was went fantastic. and finished the season overseas, and then came back in the next year. I was actually starting for the Milwaukee Bucks when Indiana came to town and we beat them. And uh, it was a year later through a ton of like distress and, and frustration and, and worry. And then I was like, oh, yep, coach is actually way smarter than I am yeah. for sure. Yeah. To get you on a team that would well, just, with just more like for your or? career, for your career, you just need a change of venue. You need to move on to your second team. You need to have a chance mm. to reestablish yourself and who you are. And he was right. So we went to the CBA in La Crosse, Wisconsin, got a phone call one morning. We had to decide by 2 o'clock if we were taking a job in Istanbul, Turkey. And we were like, yeah, let's go. Let's go, baby. <laughs> no kids at this point? <laughs> no no children. We could write stories just on our two months in the CBA. Oh, my God. CBA, yeah. minor leagues. It's just the minor leagues. It's minor league baseball, but worse, okay? It's just like it is the – so we – they put us up in this retirement home So it is complex. a retirement home, Jerem. It's like, like there are elderly people and part. me and yes. Just like yes. all just rooms. Yes. In lacrosse? Yes. In lacrosse. Yes. And you're in an apartment. You're going a year ago – I'm in the Eastern Conference Finals yeah. or something yeah, yeah. Uh, with the Pacers, and now I'm in the retirement well, I'm home. I'm not saying that. Leanne is saying that. She's like, a year ago, you were at the Eastern Conference Finals. And now, so we get, we get there the first day, and we're like, uh, this is just super unique. You know, Leanne is such a gamer. And she makes everything incredible. So she makes it just so fun. But there's a lot of stress, too. We get a phone call like 10 o'clock at night. We don't really have any furniture. There's no furniture in this apartment that they've put us in. And so all of a sudden. We don't have a bed. We get a phone and call. And you're 6'10". Yeah. yeah. You we need get like a, a long bed. We get a phone call. It's the general manager, female general manager. And she is like, hey, I got some furniture for you. And so she's like, I'm here. So I go to the door and there's no other door. She's like, no, I'm at the back door. There's a back sliding glass door. She's backed her truck up and she and her son are offloading a mattress, <laughs> mattress into our, our house. Sliding glass and I'm like, this is not the big time. Larry, you were wrong. <laughs> yeah. 
That's crazy. And then, okay, so then you go to Turkey. Yeah, we had Thanksgiving in La Crosse, Wisconsin, and we celebrated Christmas in Istanbul, Turkey. And it was awesome. It really was wonderful. Were there other Americans there you're hanging out with? Are you hanging out with your Jerome team? Jerome and like, Aida Allen were the other Americans on the, the team. Allen I think at that point they still had the rule that you can only have two Americans on yeah. the team. Many foreign leagues yeah. still do this. Yeah. So yeah. Jerome and Aida were over there. Aida was there part-time. She'd come over for weeks at a time. So we were the only Americans. And we had, I mean, it was a really wonderful way to start our marriage. I mean, it, we were, and it was before FaceTime. I mean, we had this dial-up deal to you try to, like, nobody, call my mom. Nobody remembers dial-up internet but it took like an hour just to but yeah at the time it's just such a miracle and it didn't work and so and so like we were in total isolation which was perfect it was actually magic and our sweet you know mark traveled a lot and the team particular team he was on um they had to stay in the hotel the night before even home games so he was away a lot and that little branch we had a little branch in istanbul turkey with Sick three it couple mi- three I know three couple was, missionaries and and a few Turkish members that were actually members of the church but their families actually didn't know like their Turkish families they were kind of on the DL oh wow because of uh, it yes secret. yes yeah. and and sometimes we'd have ten people at church and sometimes there'd be a cruise ship docked and we'd have fifty in this apartment mm. but it was there was something that was a really tender time for me yeah. and, and I mean the, these, personally these, and and. These, yeah, these missionary couples were were spectacular. They're in Istanbul. Istanbul teaching a- English. They can't proselyte. They're teaching in the military school, gotcha. teaching English. This is early two thousands. Yeah, it's nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It turned to we we celebrated yeah. two thousand there. Um, we'd have sacrament meeting, and then we'd have Relief Society and priest, and then we'd have lunch. So we we were two hours church way before it was a thing. And it was yes. it was literally like Lee would stand up and lead the music, and yes. then I would say the prayer, and then she would give a talk. There, there was and then one she would Sunday lead the music. where I wow. led the music, stepped over, said the prayer, stepped back over, did the sacrament hymn. The sacrament was administered. Then I stood up, I spoke, stood to the left, the yeah. closing song. I mean, because I was the I was the chorus. You were girl. the Taysom Hill. Yeah, yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes. yes. It was Army Knife. That's yes. amazing. It was it was awesome. Which it is crazy, great. and like. You know, you didn't go on a mission, but that was like a taste of like what that's like where there were times where I was like, we are literally out here by ourselves and we got to be this massive beacon and leadership and organization with these people and you can affect real change. It's hard not to feel super lonely. Yeah. So how... How did you kind of deal with that? Because you have each other. You're newlyweds. Yeah. It's a fun you time. You know, right? I, I don't... I just was... I just went and did. I mean, I just went. I was... I'm, I... I kept, I mean, kept busy seems like a, a short change in myself, but we, there were so many things I did in the city. I mean, the gym I went to, the, the, the I made friends with the people at the grocery store because I couldn't speak Turkish. And so I would moo and quack, quack, quack. like, I literally would make sounds to try. <laughs> yes. Yes. Trying to get the right kind of meat. And, and the, you not. by the like, end, how do I explain no, exactly. No, I would just be like, and then by the time that I could actually put some words together and like the whole the whole meat department is applauding. I mean, there were sweet moments oh, and, and times that like we had one aisle where you, they'd sometimes have ketchup and Captain Crunch. And so every other day I would go to see what American food they had. And I was trying to find tomato sauce, tomato paste, tomato sauce. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then trying to explain taking tomatoes and smashing them. And then out of just the clouds, someone comes that can speak English and said, do you need an interpreter? Like, <laughs> well, yes, I do. It was wonderful. But but just people are people. Yeah. You know what I mean? And 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 so that was super sweet. And Aida and I became very close and we would um 
travel. I mean, I, I tra- followed Mark all over to places where I look back and I'm like, I would never want my daughter to make that plane ride and that taxi ride in some. <laughs> I mean, it was crazy. Off, what are we talking about? Just little town. Here? I mean, just like 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 flying into a Turkish town, like taking flying it. into Antalya, which nobody knows what that is, but like it is not. And pulling up to a dirt road is, and being it's like, something I think, a little more tricky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there were games that there were armed guards everywhere, yeah. and there were times that it was a ruckus crowd. Yeah. They used to, they, they, there was one game where they lit pennies on fire and were <laughs> flicking them at the team. I've heard stories like this yeah, in yeah. Europe Jerome that are Allen, just crazy, right? I mean, so when it hits you, it sticks. And when Jerome went, ac- went up well, after, because like, yeah, it burned. Well, yeah. And when Jerome went up after and Mark's like, you go up in that crowd, you might not be coming back. <laughs> Malice in the palace, yeah, but the worst yeah, kind, yes, right? Yes. Yeah. But we had we had a great we had a great time. I mean, we did. Yeah. It was so fun. Was Played a lot fun. of chess. Yeah. And this sums up Mark and I. We read all the church history. Mark read church history, all seven real volumes. Oh, you're talking like uh, yes. Roberts. History of the church. I yes. read Work in the Glory. Yes. Very <laughs> nice. like, he had to keep reminding me the steeds are not real. But Leanne kept explaining to me what was happening because I'm reading the church. And I'm like, I don't understand what I said. Oh, she's like, I read this part. Yeah. Tennessee's among the Nephites. Yes. Church history. Yes. Make it real. Yes. Yeah. Delightful. But we, it was really charming. It was wonderful. We came back and we were expecting Ella and we. And we said, and we were there for nine months. We weren't going to leave because they didn't pay us our last check. So we're like, well, we're here until you pay us. And they thought we were joking. And we did not joke. We went to France. We went to mm-hmm. Greece. We went to England. We came back and kept working out. It was a, it was a gift for us. Yeah. Uh, so, and I, I actually would wish this on any newlywed couple because, you know, we're all living such like noisy, busy, frenetic lives. And there's so many interchanging parts. And with the person that, my only person in this whole world for us to start out our marriage, we got to go live six months in essential isolation in, in a really real way. And it was it, it was just a... It and we had a lot a of gift. visitors. My girlfriends came over. Yeah. His parents, Mark, Mark's parents came over. My mom came over. Yeah, it was a tour. She could yes. take you anywhere in Istanbul. That's She'd awesome. Take the whole deal. Like, I could like, take you to the Grand Bazaar. Let me take you to the grocery yes. store. I no, yes. she yes. take you to the Grand Bazaar. She had her leather guy. She would deal with it. Yes. She had her carpet guy. Like, it, was, it was so great. Yeah. It was so fun. It was really fun. In the Istanbul. Blue Mosque. Yes. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, it was grad school. It was a mission experience. It was all these things. That's crazy. Okay, so you come back. Yes. And this is always stressful. I mean, making teams, you know, trying out for, I mean, when Mark was, was, was trying for these teams. You're saying you didn't have faith in me? You had no confidence? You didn't think I was going to make it? (laughs) (laughs) When you're sitting in Istanbul, are you thinking about the NBA? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. We had this one moment, I kid you not, where we're we're late in the season and, you know, it just is a different experience. And it's much different in Europe now than it was then. Yeah, it's much different now than it was then. You know, it was, and so we're, we're in warmups for a game and it's a big game. It's the end of, it's kind of towards the end of league season. And I've, I've never had this ever. I've never done this ever in my life, but I just walked, you know, 10 minutes left. Everyone's going through warmups. I just walked off the court and I just walked over to Leanne. She's sitting there in the front row and I'm just like, what are we doing? Like, what are we doing with our lives? Like, I mean, so it wasn't all just bliss. And it was just, there were times when you're just like this, like, what are we doing? And I just remember feeling like, yeah, yeah, just hard moments too. But overall, it was unbelievable. Yeah. And we were, I mean, we when we went to Turkey, we thought maybe our the rest of our career would be overseas. Yep. Totally down. I had a, found an American doctor to yep. deliver our baby. I'm like, let's go. Yep. Yeah, so you're thinking good. maybe this is Yeah, we did. We did. I where, mean we were just we, we were live. very much in the moment. We yes. were very much like this is where we are now. Yes. We may be back next year. I mean I my you know, my sorry, my 
so many of my dad's players had had long careers overseas because you kind of picture what you know. Yeah. Yeah. So you I, weren't unfamiliar with the possibility. Yeah, at all. And I wasn't afraid yeah. of it. I was so super hyped. And you weren't afraid of no. it. No, no. They were having babies over there before they had babies over here. Like I just, I didn't, it didn't, well, so it it's didn't true. freak me out. That Although it started here, then it went there. And yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yes. But I mean, I just, yes. I, there's great people everywhere, and yes. and there's wonderful things about living everywhere. We've moved so many times, and there's just. And I was excited for us to be over there and have that experience. I mean, when do you get to do that? I mean, we refer back to it so many times, and we were there for six months. You'd think it was six years. What a formative so. time. Okay, so yeah, then, yeah. then you come back. Do you, you get an NBA gig again, right? He was on, played Eventually. on the summer league team and yes. then hopped around, and, yep. and we ended up with the Bucks. Yep. That was, and Larry was two right. unbelievable years with the Bucks, man. Just so fun. Like, such a great team, uh, playing great at the time, great, great players on the team. Our a second job, great city. Too. The wives were unbelievable. Like, they were so great to Leanne. You know, when you try out for an NBA team, at least our experience, there's never, like, this moment where, like, you made it. You just don't get fired. That's right. So there was one moment where I fly in from Indianapolis. Mark's been there for weeks at a time. And, and he's like, hey, you know, they might fire us. So let me take you to the practice facility and show you around. Literally, that's what we did. Like, hey, this might be the last day, so let me, so go, let me go show check you. out so the we're, joint before so they, we're, they say, we're, say we're, la we're in the practice facility. I'm pregnant with Ella. I mean, we're just, you know, months away from having our first child, and he's showing me all around. And as we're walking out, Coach Carl said, well, it looks like the Popes have found a new home. And we were like, he kind yeah. of yelled it from he across the court. It the to gym's us. dark, and we're in there. We're in there walking around the practice, and coach just walks around the other end, and he just sees us, and he just kind of keeps walking. And he yells at Mark and I. Do not say a word, and we're just like, yeah. So then we're walking out to our car, and I'm like, what did that mean? He's like, I have no idea. I'm like, does that mean you made the team? He's like, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know, but I'm supposed to be on the plane at 4:30, and we haven't gotten fired yet. So when we get in the car, he gets on the plane. He calls, and he's like, we're taking off. So we're like, I, I think we made the deadline. Like, I think we like made the team. Like you're going to like we're play a game for a preseason game. game. Yeah, so yeah. They ha they have to finalize the roster. They never tell you they finalize the roster. So it's kind of like, I might show up at the play and they'd be like, Why are you here? Like you just don't know. You, what? You just How don't do you know. know? There's you, they, you just don't get fired. Until they fire you. Like it's not so like it's welcome a, they don't to the say team. You're on the team. They just tell you you're off the team. Oh, right. interesting. And, and actually, actually, then so we were there for for two years, which was yeah. so fun. Ella was, was born so there. Ugh. The ward was great. Team was great. Greatest love Milwaukee. ward ever. I mean, man, we had a magic ward there. Every ward was like Leanne, that. Uh, Leanne, she didn't get to say, so, so, you know, we've been in Indianapolis. We get fired. We go to lacrosse. We go overseas. We still have our place in Indianapolis. So we come back there in the summer as we're working out trying to find a team. Yes. And Mark, Mark would work out in the morning at 6 a.m., come home, study for one summer it was the LSAT, the next summer it was the gym mat. The next summer, it was the MCAT. Yeah. <laughs> like, he did all three. He, he would Just come home and cover study. Cover your bases, man. You got to cover your bases. Study. Then he would go for a second workout, come home, study, and then there was a the third workout. So Lee is so so. I'm in Milwaukee, and I'm like, hey, you should come. Like, we, I, we're in. Like, so she come visit. We're in. Da -da. So she races back to Indianapolis, and so we have a big F-150. So here she is, seven months pregnant. Loads up everything in our truck. <laughs> Me and my mom. In the back of the truck. <laughs> All our possessions in the back of the truck with her mom. And, just and my mom up, reminds up Mark Milwaukee. of this often. Oh, so magic. Because <laughs> it started to rain. And you're like, ah, just throw a tarp over it. She's like, just throw a tarp over it. <laughs> it was so great. I mean, it's, and it got all soaked? Yeah, oh, it was fine. We threw a tarp yeah, over it. It was fine. It's <laughs> totally chill. Over. Totally chill. Yeah. 
So then two years in Milwaukee, yep. and then actually the new, making the New York Knicks. So that was our next stop. That actually tell yeah. them that, that about the process Which of making part? that team. I mean, well, just so every fun. day someone got cut on the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I mean, was the whole journey. <gasps> yeah. So, so they had you know they bring it's time they bring. 27, 28 guys in a training camp, official training camp, and then and then you have to right, whittle it down spots. to 13 or 14 or 12, whatever they decide to keep. And so we would, um, we were all staying in New York. They, we were all in white planes and where the practice was, and they all had to stay in it. All the guys that were unsigned, they were trying to make the team, they had us all stay at the same kind of apartment complex. And then they would send town cars and drive us over to practice in the morning, drive us back, drive us over to practice in the afternoon. And so, so all the guys have breakfast. They get yeah. in a car and they're driving to the practice facility. And be workouts. like, it'd just be all the cars chasing each other with, you know, six guys in a deal, like a van or whatever. And so, you, you, we started to realize that every two or three days, it would come over the intercom, like the the CB, whatever. You come over, you hear them say, "Hey, uh, when you drop the guys off, just stay for a minute." And when that came, you knew that someone was getting the axe that day. So they need to ride back to the hotel guys, and get You become stuff. friends, but you know you're fighting. For, it's like Survivor Island, right? You just who's gonna who's gonna make it? Who's gonna be the last guy in the car? And you'd hear that every couple of days, and and it was just it was just terrifying. And then you walk in, and you know somebody's it was Squid Game. Somebody's walking out early, <laughs> and uh, so then it just came down. It just came down to where there was just two of us. It was me and Toby Bailey. The last two days, we're driving to. By, we're the only ones left. Oh. And um, so we and, made, and there's two spots. You guys think you made it? We, we both made it. That's what, that's what and we, so it's the we talk about going to the plane. So so it's the last day, like it's our last practice, and I think we're flying out that afternoon for game yeah. number one, right? And so we're like so happy, so great. Nothing goes to intercom. Like we're hyped out of our minds. Like this is like striking the jackpot, it's so right? Grueling. The stress was and so grueling. So them. I walk in and I, you know, my habit was to get on the court as soon as I could because they would never fire you if you're on the court. They'd wait till you come <laughs> off or get you before you went off. So Mark would be the first one off, Extra the last one off. 100%. No, yeah, he, he, I'd it's be on the true. Hours. It worked out well for so us. So I go out there and I'm just shooting around and then like half an hour's gone by and, you know, it's 20 minutes before practice and all of a sudden I'm like, where is Toby? And sure enough, like, I didn't see him again for another two years. Oh, oh. oh no. He was gone. It was the oh. day. It was the last day. We're getting on the plane that day and just gone. It's just a brutal process. So yeah. w- when so you're taking all these uh, you know postgraduate opportunity tests. Yeah. In in hopes of what? What are you What are you thinking at this point? You're still in the NBA, but you're doing this. Hardly any NBA guys have ever done that. It was just stress therapy because we knew at any moment it could be over. So we're just like we just got it. It was almost just like a, a stress reliever. Be like, okay, is that what that was? We have it was something. A stress we have something. <laughs> we have a backup plan That's for the when truth. this goes stress bad. Reducer. I mean, the I was minute just trying to, to this day, all I do with my whole life, I'm just trying to press Leanne. Like, is there some way that I can just reinforce the fact that she made a reasonably decent decision to marry me, <laughs> even 20 so, years later? So even that, like that time, like if I get fired again, I mean, she's already had it. I'm employed husband like four times <laughs> i have to have a backup plan but the minute we got married mark we started talking about like this ends basketball ends what are we gonna yeah. do we looked into we looked into subway franchises we, we, we looked into all we sorts were totally of totally down the road with subway 
totally. Uh, I kid you. This is a true story. This is a true story. So we're wait. Who's the guy that was so famous that they loved Jared, so much? Jared. Jared. Well, Jared, Jared went to prison. Yes, yeah, Jared know, went to prison. -prison but this was, this this was pre-prison. Okay, let's, let's, let's specify. So, <laughs> so pre-prison Jared subway times. Okay, so we are. So we've done. We actually gone way down. We've done all the finances. We've, we've done the application. We're meeting with owners. So we meant to meet with truth. You want to own a subway? Well, we're thinking what franchise I'm going to do. Okay, okay. And so. And we're thinking about, like, you know, we're going to be in Subway actually making sandwiches, which I would crush. That you would be making the I sandwiches? Would, well, that's no, how you, I, that's I how you run a successful business. The board's going to work there. We're going to employ all of our young men and so, young okay. women so in here's Milwaukee. The thing. This is the thing. I had a whole vision of how great it was going like, to be. Like, we were so hyped, okay? <laughs> It'll be happy days, but it's Subway. Yes. We were We were so hyped. And this is a... Honest, true story, okay? Uh -huh. So we met with the first owner. We're like, okay, this is what we go meet with. I think we had to meet with three different franchise owners. Yeah, it so was, it was a tedious process. We meet with the third one. They are so hyped about, like, you know, they have a subway, a su annual subway getaway. Last year it was in Hawaii, and Jared actually came, and they frenzied, and, right, we're like, all right, let's go. And then Leanne... Had a whole slew of questions, and she finally so got to the question. So we actually went to a business, and we like shadowed yes. for just a little yes. bit of time somebody who ran the business. And so then they're like, Leanna's like, okay, so tell me about the uniforms at Subway. So at the time they had this like brown and yellow thing going on, and she's like, we can design our own franchise Subway uniforms, right? And the owner was like, no, oh, no, 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 you you have to like toe the line and. And that was when I saw the light go out of Leanne's eyes. And she's over. like, I am not wearing those brown and yellow aprons. I'm not doing it. It's I'm laughing because I was kind of like, was really? Gone forever. We have no flexibility? No. This is a standard uniform. I'm like, yeah, it's not going to work for us. No. That's so funny. Okay, so Milwaukee. So but, Milwaukee. But you've got this bat. You don't know what you're going to do? No, like right, right. And we really, so, I mean, Mark's extremely freakishly intelligent. No, so, well, that's yeah, no, I mean, he was a Rhodes Scholar candidate. I mean, he can whatever. Oh, Rhodes but Scholar? I didn't know that. That's at, big time. At Kentucky. Yeah, yes. That's big time. Extremely smart. And so the idea was like, you know, when we're done with basketball, you know, Mark has this thing. He says to the boys, don't let basketball use you. You use basketball. Mm. And so I think the idea was we were going to use this basketball platform and do something great with our next career. It was so it was not like if it's going to happen, it's when it's going to happen. And so Mark really, and we joke about it, but he was kind of like, you know, maybe maybe I'll go into law. So then for like that summer, it was like he was studying for the LSAT. And then we're like, ah, maybe we go into business and open. You couldn't crispy. We were excited for the Krispy Kreme. Oh, man, we, we would have crushed we Krispy Kreme. Ooh. Anyway, we looked into all those things. But the uniforms. Yeah. Well, and no, then, Krispy Kreme uniforms are fire, okay? The color scheme is unbelievable. There was a four-hour wait in Milwaukee for the Krispy Kreme. The, the problem with oh. Krispy Kreme is you had to previously be a franchise owner, so we would have to wear the yellow and brown <laughs> for like two years before yeah. we could qualify to yeah. open the Krispy Kreme. Anyway, we settled in while we were in Milwaukee on medical school. I mean, we kind of had a list of what we wanted that career to be, the second career, and really a sincere list of what we wanted it to be and and we settled on med school and then he started taking classes that he had his almost his master's in english from kentucky mm. which is ironic while, while you were there you <laughs> master's yeah. after yeah uh, no no while he was there no no because I, I i had a redshirt year so i was yeah very so, so you almost got a master's from yeah kentucky? Yeah. yeah but enough credit i mean come on what does that mean <laughs> he always jokes about english an English degree from Kentucky is kind of ironic. And that is not a slam on Kentucky. <laughs> <Yeah>. Kentucky is <laughs> one of my favorite places in the world. 
So so he starts that. taking, but he didn't have any of the sciences. So he started taking sciences, the science classes at Marquette while we were there at. There was no way Coach Pete was going to let me go sit in a lab <laughs> that might conflict with practice. That was never happening. So yeah. we had to do that after. So that's where the medical, the prep for medical school started was our first, yeah. our second year at, at, at Milwaukee. Yeah, we had right. Ella and then we went to New York and we had Avery in New York. We had one ba- one of our daughters was born all along the way. And he was at NYU and Columbia. I mean, thank goodness for these professors that were willing to work with his schedule. While you're with the Knicks? He's yeah. with the Knicks Bucks. and with the Milwaukee Bucks and studying for chem, anatomy, whatever, on, on, on the plane the whole time. And they would let him, you know, cluster his labs. And there were all sorts of accommodations they made, which was so kind because they don't have to do that. Yep. And then we, we were one year with the Knicks. And then we ended up in Denver. And he was at it, his, his University, of yeah, yeah. University of Colorado. And again, always taking classes during the summer and during the season. Wait, so let's list all the, the places you've taken classes. Yeah. In Washington. College, Washington. Kentucky. Um, NYU, Columbia, Marquette. Colorado. Colorado. Did I forget anybody? I feel like we forgot somebody, but maybe not. I think that's it. That's pretty good, man. Yeah, it was awesome. Okay, Which was so a talking point when he was interviewing at medical school. It's like, wow. Yeah, it was like <laughs> I was. Pursued knowledge. Is that, is that, it was like I was, you know. On the lamb, trying to stay ahead of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so once you decide, yes, we want to do med school. Is NYU, sorry, NYU as well? Yeah. Uh, is that med school too? Do they have a med school or is that different classes? No, we were just, he was just taking all these classes. Like he could take some classes at Columbia oh, that gotcha. they didn't offer, so he took, he doubled up at NYU gotcha. while we were there. So he okay. was enrolled in both universities yes. while we were with the Knicks. So when are you like in medical school? When do you, once you finish with the NBA? Now so you're I got, yeah, I got fired by, I got fired by Denver. George Carl fired me again. He had already <laughs> fired me once. He fired me again. Like literally, that's true You story. said we had a home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and, uh. And then um, we we had already um, finished all our medical school stuff. We'd already been accepted, and um, and so we just packed up and. Actually, a really great story. So when Mark taking the MCAT, yeah. all of his team, he's still playing for the for the Nuggets, and they all knew he was taking this test, right? And the point, I mean, we he, you were there with um, uh, Carmelo's and, freshman yeah, year, yeah. Uh, freshman year, yeah. sorry, rookie, rookie year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, so this is the third season. And Mark is taking this MCAT, and they are like hyped. And this is a competitive. The guys understood crowd. That it was a big deal. Yeah, like, this and so is, we're and taking they, this MCAT to decide if where we're going to get med school. So, so the day that Mark goes in, I mean, I wasn't there. I just remember the the call from the locker room. So Mark walks in. You should tell it. Well, no, it's just, just, just he walks in, and they're yeah. like, so, "So how'd we do?" And Mark's just <laughs> like, all in. And "How'd Mark, we do?" Exactly. Mark crushed the MCAT. <laughs> he crushed it, and they celebrated like they had all. They yeah. were all going. Yeah, it was actually, they it was were actually brilliant. Really special. It was, it was so awesome. fun. It was really it was awesome. Fun. And then we got cut, and then we we were yeah. the happiest retired NBA yeah. couple family. We went and cleaned out his locker, yeah. and we started the interview process for med school that that third that third season. Yeah. And we decided we were going to stay in in Colorado, except for any of the top ten schools he got into. And he interviewed with a bunch of them, but he got into both Yale and Columbia. And see you. So that's how we'd kind of said, "Hey, we're staying here. We love Denver. We loved it, except for those top ten programs." And then you know he interviewed at Harvard and Mayo and everywhere, and we got into to Columbia and and mm-hmm. Yale, and then we just went house, you know, went and we went decided to go back to New York. We wanted You're to go back. Completely. Um Happy with New York because you had been there. Oh, you had lived yeah. there. You had we had been, and we had been, been there. We had been right? there together as a couple. Plus, Mark lived there as a child, and we ultimately, when we kind of went 
and visited and checked out how we just like, gosh, we just love to, to go be back. back. Yeah. Live in the city. Come yeah. on. And we actually went there, Jerem, thinking we'd be there forever. When we bought that a home would, in Scarsdale, yes, there. we thought you bought a home. Yes, we bought a home. Okay. He's going to go to med school. He's going to. We'll get residency somewhere in the triborough area, and then um, this is where we raise our family. We're gonna, we're never leaving. That was the thought. We redid a house, huh? right? Yep. We were ready. Yes, we did. We had our. Yes, we, we, we just did. had our third child in Denver and, and moved out there, and and then we start down the path. And medical school was great. And after the first, that first March, because I didn't know if it was just March Madness, but Mark's like. If I want to do this for the next twenty years, forty years. Was that a yeah. shock to you? No, no. You know, you're you're re- we're really, really lucky, and I yeah. say that that we had this first life that we got to make choices with our second life, right? This first second life career, being the basketball. Yes, playing yes. Game. And yeah. and and we were smart with with the money, and so we got to make choices that I will forever be grateful that we got to choose to do that, and also make the choice to get out. You know, when I say get out, but make a change that, yes. fit, that fit us. That's a huge change. It's a huge change. And normally you start down that path, which is totally understandable. And you're like, this is what we're doing. And we are invested and we got to get ourselves out of, you know what I mean? Like you're invested, it's, it's expensive, all those things. So super grateful that we were in a position that we could make choices. And so, no, it didn't freak me out. It took us two more years to get the guts and mm-hmm. to talk it through. And So how, my, long, how yeah. long were you in med school? We were just starting our fourth year. How long were you going to be? Di- well, medicine was four years, but then residency and everything, fellowship and everything right. follows. It would have been a 10-year journey. Yes. Yeah. What went into that decision? Because that's a big moment. Yeah, it was yeah. It was, It was. was the hardest decision Lee and I have ever made together, yes? Yeah. Were yeah. you uncomfortable making that decision? Yes. Yes. Why? For, I think Mark was more uncomfortable than I was. Um, well, I think, one, it's um, – I think we had, for the first time in our life, like our life was mapped out. Like our life had been so unpredictable, we knew that that was what we were something unpredictable. And our then, basketball life, yeah, yeah, our basketball life, and so now we're in a mapped out life. We had a plan. We knew what we'd be doing fifty years from now, and then we we're going to leave playing and go to even more unpredictable life of coaching, which is, which is less stable, and um, and we were going to kind of start from the ground floor and a million other ends, right? And um, and so it was, you know, and you know. Like there was something, th- this profession of medicine, there's some, some really, really special, noble things about it. And just being sure that we were going to walk away from that wasn't easy either. So there's a lot. What do you mean by that? Um, well, you know, I had spent, we, I had spent my whole life in basketball, right? And so, and, and we had an opportunity to go do something different and really kind of have a, a different type of, um, like our little tiny impact on the world, we had a, 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 a opportunity to do it a, a different way, and I think there was some real meaning in that. And um, and um, you know, I I did like I you, you know we, we just our we've been so incredibly blessed in our life, but it's been wildly unpredictable, and we just had bounced around everywhere, and so signing up for that again was daunting. Also, like we 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 did it with eyes wide open I think yeah you know the night before we're we are packing up to move to um, New York and do you remember you said to me are we just throwing basketball out the window yeah. and, and I mean we, we've made this decision we're moving but mm. he's just like are we just throwing away a lifetime I mean of course Mark his whole life had been dedicated to being excellent in in basketball 
And then I thought of it as we, Mark, we were going to get to develop a whole other side of ourselves mm -hmm. because Mark was blessed with, with a great mind. And I thought we get to serve and, and do this in a whole different way. And ironically, not really ironically, if you, but the list of why we wanted to go to med school and the list of why we wanted to coach, there's actually a huge overlap yep. of what we wanted to do with our lives in helping people or, you know, what, and, and they're very, very similar, very different professions. But, but I think if you do coaching the way that we're trying to, that it's about the boys and about them and about that relationship, it's pretty meaningful. And so it's, it's funny that we have this list when we were in the NBA of like, this is what we want this phase two to be. And then that list, it, I guess, ends up being phase three, yeah. right? Yeah. It's pretty similar. And we saw so we saw this issue for a long time. We probably, you know, we had deep, long, intense pillow talk conversations in the car conversations at the temple conversations for a good month, um, trying to figure it out. And then as, as things happen, all when you say month, it was two years. Well, yeah, but, but you're it, saying but when when like the opportunity, the George arose, opportunity, yes. yes, yes. And so and then Were you um, offered something at that point. Yeah, so by uh, Mark Fox. Yep, at that's Georgia. right. So there was actually something on the table. We go do it and. So now it's real. Yeah, yes. it's really real. We can do you know this what, or not. Year one, we talked about it. Year two, we had some opportunities that, that it, it, it felt like we're not leaving Columbia Med to go yep. do that. Yep. And then year three, it was like, we're pretty sure this is what we want to do and what's right for us. And then we had this opportunity that was looming that was like, hey, if I, you know, I'm going to take this job, would you, would you guys want to come? We already had talked to Coach Fox about coming to Nevada yeah. at the time, I mean, mm. the year, year two. And um, then he goes to Georgia. Then he takes the job at Georgia, and okay. then it got real, real, real fast. Yep. And and that decision was like, yeah, that was a. And, and you know, my dad is hired and fired, and and I yep. was very well aware of what this this career path is and what it isn't. And stability is not it, right? There's there's. I mean, we Yet were you were okay with it? Yes, hundred percent. Because we it's what we wanted to do. And I, 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 Leanne's not scared of anything. I'm not scared. With, I'm, with him, I'm not scared. Because you moved a ton as a kid, I'm and we're sure. Like you were like, I can go to Turkey. Yes. I can go yes. to La Crosse, Wisconsin. Yes. yes. So your upbringing influences this moment. Yes. Feels and, and, like. and also, I think another part too is living in New York as a single person and 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 just navigating that life. I can't imagine going from maybe Utah to Turkey, New York City to Istanbul, like. That cab driver, you know what I mean? There were things that happened. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Stop the cab. I mean, you know, you just. If you can do it in New York, you can do anything. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's true. I yeah. true. So I think there's confidence that comes with that. And I'm we, not we, afraid. And yeah. I'm not afraid with him. Like, I, I said it before. Like, I'd follow him to the moon. But together, I have zero fear. I also feel like that's a gospel principle. Yeah. This gospel makes you, should make you feel fearless. It's because what? you have these principles and these soft places to land. I mean, it's not scary to move when you know there's a board waiting for you. There's a built-in system. Yes, of and you have a basketball family, like-minded. Yes, right. And I've said that Supportive. many times, but it's, it's the truth. And so it didn't it didn't scare me. And I be, I believe in Mark. I mean, whatever he wants and what we want to do together, we'll, we'll do it. Leanne Leanne is Leanne is so so courageous and brave, and she got so much belief. So she believes in herself. She believes in me. She believes in us. It has been one of the, it's been a foundational, and, and, and it is all dialed exactly into the gospel where her belief comes and from her life experience. But you think about the gifts that she's given to me and to our family. Her belief is just like unfaltering. And so then, it, you know, and I'm just full of fear. And so, <laughs> so it's just like, it's just like, well, if Lee thinks we could do it, I guess we can do it. Let's go. 
And her girls are like that too. Our daughters are like that too. She's she's built that into them, and it's a gift, man. We're not we're. I don't think Heavenly Father put us on this planet to walk around being afraid. No. I think Heavenly Father understands we're going to be afraid, but this, 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 this atonement and this gospel plan should give us courage beyond belief. The gospel is the rock we stand on, not the umbrella we hide under. It's like, go. That's Do something great. fabulous. Go. And he's going to be there, and you're going to have people all along the way helping you. I don't, I, you know, I get asked that. In fact, there's been a couple of public moments where someone's like, can you believe he, she let him go? First of all, let. Neither one of us lets anyone, I mean, whatever. But I don't know how to explain it other than I wasn't afraid. The decision to was. To leave med school. No, I wasn't. And I was excited. And he has not had a millisecond of regret, wonder, uh, maybe coulda, woulda, shoulda. We did that path. In some ways, I think we, we walked down that medical school path so that we were sure this is what we wanted to do. Yeah. And there there have been times that, that when things have gone, I don't know, I, I'll have asked him, do you ever wish you were wearing a white jacket right now and about to go into surgery? No, no. It's, no. you know, and I, I actually, this is, I, I actually really believe in this. This is, this is super important. So to say that, to say that Lee is, is, doesn't have fear in her life. That's actually not true. She just because we 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 have a lot we have concerns and worries and there was a lot of like I mean we, our life has been uncertainty, but she just refuses to let the uncertainty and the worry like slow down the process of trying to grow. Like I think she's given me unbelievable confidence and we have unbelievable confidence that no matter what happens. We'll figure it out. Yeah. We can figure it out. Like with the gospel as a foundation and with each other, we can figure it out. We'll figure it out. Things go great. Things go bad. We'll go figure it out. And that is a beautiful thing. That's one of the great things about about this marriage that is awesome. And it's one of the things, you know, Jeremy, when we started this, the the coaching thing, one of the, thing, one of the questions, we looked at this list, and I was like, okay, so this list works at a high school level, at a junior college level, at an NBA level, and at a college level. And if we can do this for these reasons, it works and it applies the to The list all, of why yes, to do it? why we're doing it. It applies if we were coaching at a high school or small town. And, I mean, so we did this and then, and then took that step. And that was important to me, too. Like, this isn't just about, you know, at a certain level. I mean, yep. we've gone the college route, but. So you you bounced from med school. By the way, what were you going to do with your? Don't know. What, what, you know, I think originally we thought orthopedic surgery. I think as we went in, maybe we're farther along, maybe we're thinking emergency medicine. I would have said he was going to be an ER. Yeah. That's what yeah. I. That's great. I could see ER with you. There's so many great medical very school stories. In the we, yeah, just like very, just he was so great with children. I mean, to be what a father, and and it, there there were just so many. The pediatric emergency medicine loved Mark. Mm. That doctor, remember, he was wonderful. Yep. Anyway. So I think we would have been an ER doctor. So that I would think. have been fun. My yeah. father-in-law is a pediatrician. Oh, he is? He's perfect. Yeah. It's the best thing in the world to have a father-in-law who's a pediatrician. <laughs> yes, yes. Hey, what do we do for this? <laughs> yes. Do I need to worry about this it's, or are we okay? Yeah, seriously. Yeah, and, yeah one time, he's, uh, his name's Rob Kraft, not the owner of the Patriots, but he's so awesome. But the only time he said something where I was like, what, Rob? He didn't mean it this way. Our our baby, you know, is, uh, Ven is a couple months old or something, or weeks. I can't remember. Yeah. But I was like, oh, it looks like she can see me. And he goes, well, actually, she can't. She can only see in black and white. And, da, da, da. and oh, I was yeah. like, I just need to think that she can see me, Rob. I just gave him a hard time. I, I love him. He's so great. Okay, so you, for those who don't know, it's not like you took a head coaching job. 
not like you took even an assistant coaching job. You took a director of basketball operations. Nope. No, Can not I even that. How, not even that. Oh, I what was, was the it? assistant to the director of operations. <laughs> I thought it was the no, no, director it was of even players operations is what the title okay. gave. He was the assistant to the so, DPO. So you go from good money eventually to, you know, less, uh, let's say, uh, at this $24, point. $24,000 a year. Are you serious? Yep. It's That's a high the beginning pay, high of the journey. Gig, baby, let's go. You're going to Mount Doom with the ring, Frodo, and <laughs> it's a big climb, right? What was it like to take that step and know, okay, Leanne, you've been through it with your dad, mm-hmm. but this is your passion. This is something you want to get into. But you're at the bottom, man. Yeah, we're at the bottom, and um, and so you know, and the decision was hard, and we were well aware of what we were walking away from. I think that was probably the hardest thing. Is like. Are we really going to walk away from this? I mean, we're at Columbia, right? And um, and we're, 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 you know, I've told this story a hundred times. But I went and told Dean Melman, who was the dean of, of the students at Columbia Med, Med School uh, at PNS. And it, that was a, she was just like, you've lost your mind. Like, what are you yeah, serious? to get in here. Do you know? And, um, yeah. And uh, but we went through the whole process, went down there, got on the court the first time, and yes, we have a bad job in a program that had had struggled with a brand new head coach in a profession we've never been in, with no promise of ever getting another job ever, and somehow and going to a place we've never lived with people we've never lived, leaving the you know something that was established and the greatest city in the world, and and um, and. Uh, the first time I stepped on the court, I actually drove all night, got there, was there for an elite camp, got on the court, just working a camp, and it was just like, none of that matters. Like, this is what we were born to do. We felt that way every single day since, I think. Yeah, and we loved Coach Fox. I mean, I, I think we're really blessed to have taken that step and having him at the home. Yep. Just because he, he cared about us, and he, he hoped good things for us. Yep. You still just, like him. You played yeah. his team yeah. the last yeah. two years in yeah. a secret scrimmage yeah. preseason. You, you still think, have a relationship. I love him so much. And you think my first job, like, I wasn't allowed to coach. I wasn't allowed to be on the floor. I wasn't allowed to, like, do uh, scouts. I wasn't allowed to have What are you doing? Booking hotels? I'm, I'm racing the gym at 1 o'clock and making sure the laundry's done and booking hotels. Making and sure the guys got to class. Working the and clock. That was a full-time and, job. Yeah, taking guys to class. Seriously. And, and, and doing academics. And so we were so far away from actually being able to do what we thought we were hoping to do someday. And Coach was so great because he just doubled down on that. Sometimes you want to lean into like, all right, I'm going to let this guy feel some of the coaching side of it. But he was the exact opposite. He's like, nope. First of all, the rules won't allow you to do any coaching. Second of all, I'm not going to let you do any coaching. And he said this to me, and he had a really clear vision better than we did. He was like, you're going to be a head coach someday. You're going to have a chance to run a program. It's probably going to happen pretty fast. And the only way you're going to be good at that job is if you know every little job Mm. that's being done in your organization and you can actually do it better than anybody you hire. And so he was not he was celebrating the fact that I wasn't allowed to do anything that at the time I thought was meaningful, that I just had to do all the grunt work. Um, and he he relished the the opportunity to keep me really humble. <laughs> I'll be grateful <laughs> to him for that forever. And he's been a wonderful mentor. Oh my gosh! Great. Like yeah. we've called him in moments of like, yes. do we turn left or right? Yes. What do you think? And he's like, well, let's yep. talk about it. <laughs> Interesting. I mean, he's he's a he's a very he's very special to both of us. Yep. How quickly do you get to Wake Forest? One year. The next year. The next year. Yep. And, and you're what at Wake? Assistant. Assistant coach. You so, get an assistant. So you skip the Dobo. Yeah. You yeah. go from assistant yeah. Dobo to. Yeah, and Jeff Bezdelic had coached us with the Nuggets, yeah. and he got fired. 
went to college. Then, then he was at Air Force. Then he takes in Colorado, takes the job at Wake Forest, and calls us. And so then we are now the assistant to our former head coach with the Nuggets. And, and it was it was. And it, now you're was, suddenly in the ACC. And we're in, in the, the ACC. ACC. That's pretty fun. SEC to ACC was great. Yeah, the SEC was fun too because Mark was so beloved. It was it was actually super fun that year to um, travel to Kentucky and travel to all those stomping grounds that yeah. he'd. Is he'd it play. one year at Wake? Yeah. Is Chase Fisher there, or we recruited Chase? Yeah. You recruited Chase, and then you yep. left. Again, this wild kid from West Virginia. Yep. Yes, stud. <laughs> love him. <laughs> love him. He's one of my favorites ever. Then, <laughs> then what's the next move? Remind me. Is it BYU yeah, yeah. right then? Yeah. My saga with Chase Fisher is so fantastic because I'm in the room. So he was at um, at the arena at Wake. We came in the summer on a on a um, on a you know kind of unofficial visit, but we pitched him hard. So we take him around the arena, take him in the locker room, lights dim the whole thing. We're all sitting in a circle with the coaching staff, and coach gives him the hard sell. He's like, I want you to come, and I want you to commit right now. It was a moment, like one of those moments that would be made for a movie. And Chase was like, I'm in. Like, I'm coming. So we committed right there, right? Then it was a great moment, a made-for-motion picture moment. Then I leave, and then we're reunited eventually at BYU, for someone who's playing Daisy's transfers and, and get to coach him uh, as an assistant coach. And then I leave, and my last basketball interaction with Chase Fisher is I've now moved to Utah Valley. We're playing at BYU our first game, and he bangs a three and turns to me and had some real words for me. I know what me. he said, Mark. I was sitting right there, and it was so, so funny. So it was like the perfect bookends of like a great <laughs> basketball experience that we got to share. I love it. I'll love him forever. He said uh, something to the effect of "take that" and then another word, <laughs> way more was, colorful. Which yes, I laughed so oh, hard, so and I great. said, "They love each other." Oh, like that great. moment wasn't. It was really uh, I hate you. It was I after love you. after the game. His sweet parents were so great. <laughs> we're like I felt like I wanted to defend. Like no, 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 that was love. <laughs> it's a, it's the best part of coaching. It like is. just that and Leanne and I get to that we get to we get to um, witness and shepherd these great young men through this journey of their lives. And that's a great example, right? Where we got to touch bases with him in three totally different capacities through the course of his career. And um, it, it is the best part. We're really blessed to be able to And do those this. moments laced with some really tender moments. It's like, it's yep. pretty awesome. So yeah. you have the one year at Georgia, the one year at Wake. You come to BYU as an assistant. Yep. And then you're here for four. Yep. That's where I get to meet you. I'm like, yep. oh, the Mormon dude from the Kentucky team. There we go. Let's go. This is I watched you growing up. I was like, oh, yeah. that's cool. So then we we interact and we always recruiting Jabari Parker and we talk a lot during that time yeah. and and it was awesome. I shaved my head. We yep. take a photo. Yep. I called it the bald brethren. Yep. So I said, if BYU won at number three Gonzaga, I'll shave my head. That's how that's how hard I thought it was right to that's win. Right. Yeah. That's right. And that right. ended up being a really fun moment yeah. in the history of the show. It took me ten weeks to get it back. <laughs> um, but that was, yeah, that was so fun. Okay, well, I we just barely got to BYU assistant coach spot in your in your journey here. I haven't talked to you about this. We'll do part three another day. Is that okay? Like I'm so fascinated with what you've done here, even if it's not okay, just nod no. your head. Um, but yes, and Mark, I appreciate you taking time in season. Yep. Leanne, I know you're super busy yeah. as well with four daughters. I ran into Avery at a local restaurant. <laughs> she Good to talk it. to her. So super great. fun. You were so great. She's so fun. She's on the tennis team, like you yes, talked about. Yes. Um, yeah. So everyone's everyone's doing good. Ella's at Ohio. And yeah. Everyone's yeah. crushing it. Yeah. So okay. Awesome. Thank you. Part okay. two in the books. Let's go. This is like a, a you know <laughs> Harry Potter. We're just gonna keep stacking <laughs> them up. The Deep Blue Podcast with the Popes. Thanks for the time. Thank Thanks, you. sir.
Okay, that'll do it for us. Uh, listen to previous episodes on the BYU Radio app or where podcasts are found. For Mark and Leanne Pope and my guy Josh Cloward, I'm Jerem Jordan. You've just listened to Deep Blue on BYU Radio.